Welcome to Harry's Reads Podcast. And today, what I want to share is this book called What It Takes by Stefan A. Schwartzman. And he is the founder of Blackstone, which is a private investment management company. So this book is mostly about the autobiography of Mr. Schwartzman. And the thing is, for me, I wasn't actually vibing or relating to the content of the book because it's mostly on finance. If you want to be in the private investment kind of industry, then I will highly recommend you on this book. However, I want to talk about one chapter that paints a picture of entrepreneurship. So the chapter is called Entrepreneurship, no one tells you about the pain. In the book, Mr. Schwartzman say that he went to a meeting of student entrepreneurs at a top American university. And the professor was teaching or showing slides talking about the different steps a startup must take from hiring people and raising money to developing a product and going to market. So there is a slide where he showed the business on the predictable upward curving trajectory hitting various milestones. From his experience, it's never a smooth curve but more ups and downs than even spirals. It is a grueling experience that people might not want to actually experience and being serial entrepreneurs doesn't make sense to him, which I agree. Who wants to go through the pain of entrepreneurship time and time again? So when it was Mr. Schwartzman's turn to talk to the students, he says there is three basic tests if you really want to start a business. The first one is that your idea has to be big enough to just devoting your life to it and make sure the potential has to be huge. Because in order for you to really spend your time in the business that you are venturing, it will probably take almost all your life forces in order for it to become successful. The second thing is that it should be unique. Unique to you. When people see what you're offering, they should actually see that, wow, this is something that really appeals to me. Whether it's business to business or business to customers. And the third thing is, the most difficult thing to do, is that your timing must be right. The only way for you to have the right timing is that first you need to really have very good observation skills and to really just go in when you think it's right. Most of the time, it is a gut feeling. And the second thing is that you also have to have momentum meaning you are doing what you think it's right and then when the time comes, you have enough momentum to help make you successful. So once you pass these three tests, that means you have a potential to be big. However, the next thing is then you have to be ready for the pain. Nobody wants to go through the pain, but the pain is unavoidable. So what Mr. Schwartzman said that if you are starting small, 
the only thing that you can offer is very small pay. However, to choose the right person, you have to ask a very simple question. Does this person have the same zealous or commitment to the mission of the business you are doing? For example, Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, he hired other distant runners to work with him because Phil Knight knew that whatever they lacked in terms of business knowledge, they made up in stamina. They will never give up. They have grit. They will take the pain and make it to the end of the race despite any difficulties. So running a business is not a short sprint, but an infinite marathon. So when you are finding people to work with you, you either can find the people who are 6 or 7 out of 10 or people who are 9 or 10s out of 10s because you only have two options. Either run a middling company going nowhere or strive for excellence and take the people that you don't think is ambitious enough out of the bus. So once the company transit from something like a scrappy startup to a well-managed machine, entrepreneurs or the founders usually don't like or resist any limits placed on these instincts because they are so used to just following their gut. However, these limits that have been created for the foundation of the company is for the betterment of the growth. So starting must at some point permit systems to be implemented to allow people to help drive the organization forward and to more growth. And this was the only chapter on this book that I really, really like because it is something that is actionable that you can place upon your company or any venture that you are doing. Another thing that I want to share is that there is this part of the book called 25 Rules for Work and Life. So I'm going to share you some of the rules that I think is very helpful and actionable. The first rule that I want to share is rule number seven. When you're young, only take a job that provides you with a steep learning curve and strong training. First jobs are foundational. Don't take a job just because it seems prestigious. So if I reflect with my own life as a software developer in a startup, there was really a steep learning curve that I had to get used to it. And this was my foundation to what I'm doing right now, teaching the basics of programming and also creating videos about programming. The second thing is that sales rarely get made on the first pitch. So that's rule number 15. Just because you believe in something doesn't mean everyone else will. So you need to be able to sell your vision with conviction over and over again. Because most people don't like change. So you need to be able to convince them why they should accept it. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. So this is something that I learned from going through sales. And the thing is, you really have to convince over and over again. 
So if you aren't able to do that, or if you are always changing what your vision is, then people will not really trust you on what you are trying to pitch. And don't be afraid to ask. But also at the same time, give more than asking. The next rule, rule number 22. I think this is my favorite. Failure is the best teacher in an organization. So talking about your failures openly and objectively makes people comfortable because they see you as a human. So you analyze what went wrong and you will learn new rules for decision making and organizational behavior. So if evaluated well, failures have the potential to change the course of an organization and make it more successful in the future. So for myself, I do come across failures. And one failure that really taught me is that always trust your gut. And that have never failed me for now. The rule after that, rule number 23, is to hire tens whenever you can. So tens out of 10. They are usually proactive about sensing problems, designing solutions, and taking a business in new directions. And they always attract and hire other tens. And you can always build something around a ten. So these tens are people who are usually the right people that you want to hire. And because these tens are not people who listen to you, but they take the action and they want to see where the business can go to. So that is something that I really learned. People are not the most important asset, but the right people are. So the second last rule is be there for the people you know to be good, even when everyone else is walking away. So random act of kindness in someone's time in need can change the course of a life and create unexpected friendship or loyalty. So if you believe in karma or whatsoever, it doesn't really matter because kindness will always make your way throughout your life. So always be kind no matter who you approach or meet. And the last rule, rule number 25, is everyone has dreams. Do what you can to help others achieve them. By helping others, you actually help yourself. So in summary of the rules, find the right people and be okay talking about failures. And also give in kindness and don't expect anything in return. So I did not read the whole book because I don't think the book will add value to my life. But I'm really glad that I picked up this book and only read the few things that I think is very useful for me. Like I said earlier, if you are interested in the private investment management kind of industry, then this book will be very, very helpful for him. So Mr. Schwartzman, from my readings, is that if he has a goal in mind, he will do whatever it takes to accomplish it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. See you in the next one.